Aide. It's memory from friends abroad, relationship school. I wanted to talk about the fact that you don't own your ex. That is today's topic, you don't own your ex. Many people um, split up in a relationship with the partner and they are they act entitled. They behave as if they own this person. So what they might do is they might want to stay in touch, um, you know, and um, the next thing is they want to know what their ex is doing and they might end up turning up where their ex hangs out and turning up at their ex's home you know, making phone calls and also if their ex meets somebody else they would interfere I've been there um, and it is sad that someone can claim ownership to another human being when I think about it, even what I did myself, I cringe because I am trying to think of what it is exactly that I was trying to achieve. Because at the end of the day, you cannot control another human being. At the end of the day, you don't own a human being, even a child. At the end of the day, people have a choice. And at the end of the day, people are on loan. People dance with you for a while and then they have to go. So it is with that in mind that I ask you to let your ex go. I know it's painful and you might have been in a relationship which you felt you cared a great deal about your ex or you wanted to be with your ex for life. But it is now time that we realize that relationships are not for life, not all of them anyway. Some relationship will go, some will stop in the middle, and some will last until, uh, until, until death parts you. Um, but you've got to detach from an outcome and you have to let go of control and you have to accept what is and you have to accept that people will change their minds and they will do what is best for them. So... It helps to realize that you don't own anyone. It helps to realize that you have no right to stop someone from doing something or from interfere to interfere with someone's life. That is harassment. That is something you wouldn't want done to you. That is something that's interferes with your rights and that is something that is not comfortable and that is something that's done by desperate people people who are controlling and people who are toxic i think that behavior when i think about it myself and even what i did it's psychopathic it's it's not normal it's you know you are entitled to your feelings but you don't have to drag your feelings into interfering with someone's life you don't have to want another person to the point that you want to impose your feelings or your thoughts or your opinions and perceptions or you want to impose your presence into their life 
you have no right to do that. None of us does. People are free. People can choose. People need to be allowed to be able to choose what they want. And people need to be okay with a no. And people need to be comfortable saying no to other people without feeling guilt. Without thinking that maybe someone will turn up and, and do something. And some people even hurt other people because they split up with them. You have no right to do that. You have no right. If you let go and you heal, you can find somebody. You can find somebody. But this habit of thinking that because I've been with somebody, I need to be with them for life and no one else can have them is a trauma response. It is not normal. It is not healthy. It is not something that people who are self-connected do. People who are functioning normally do. I think you've got to be unhinged somehow to want to hurt someone because they rejected you or they don't want you in their lives. You've got to have a massive problem. You've got to have a massive problem. I know looking back myself, I feel like, yeah, I probably needed a psychiatrist then to, 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 to check me up because that really is not healthy behavior. People who are okay in themselves, people who are peaceful, people who are accepting of um, external locus of control and the fact that life happens, people who know that there are things that are going to happen that they don't agree with, will not have a problem with rejection will not have a problem with someone saying no. We'll make sure they grieve the loss, but they still move on because that's all you can do. You've got to focus on your life and move forward. You've got to grieve and heal and move forward. You've got to take things as they have come. They accept the hand that nature has dealt you and try to Think differently and also accept that it might be an indication that this closed door is beckon is also creating an opportunity for another correct or the right door to open elsewhere. I hope that was helpful and I hope you do not focus on negativity and toxicity and trying to control other people's um, choices or their lives by imposing your presence in their life. Quality life before relationship. Before Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So, I just wanted to give you a tip about um, self-regulation. In your relationship. So I'm going to call this before you send that message, right? Because this is based on a an inquiry that I, I saw on, on, on one side where someone shared a very long text message that they had sent to a partner or somebody that they were dating. And it was quite concerning because... I am 
of the belief that they hadn't reflected on that text message before that before they send it and they were accusing this person of ignoring them of not understanding their issues of putting them in a position that they don't want to be but who does that who puts you in a position that you don't want to be because you choose your actions you're an adult you're not a child so you can't be accusing um, someone of doing something because of how you grew up they need to understand your traumas and 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 they shouldn't ignore you they shouldn't be hot and cold well it, that's not how you ask for anything in life because if you send me a text message like that I'll block you or I'll ignore you or I'll simply tell you uh, this is not me because the, the thing about it is I might be inclined to respond but the problem is with responding to such a thing is it it just makes conflict escalate people who send such messages might not really understand you know, the communication so sometimes you might feel like if i respond this is going to be going on and on and on so i'm better off not responding or blocking here's the thing you are an adult you don't just fire off text messages no you don't people believe that they are entitled to 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 just express their automatic thoughts and feelings no you don't because if we all do that we would be living in a more toxic world than it is we need to reflect on what we need to say before we say it reflect on your text messages or your phone calls does this sound healthy why am i sending this message or why am i thinking these thoughts does this warrant a text message or does it need a conversation if i were to receive a message like this how would that feel am i sending this to my child or to another adult because most of the time we forget we are dealing with an adult when we get into relationship we become entitled and that is not healthy you need to pause you need to self regulate you need to self parent you need to self love and then you need to send the message on a second level of healing second level of self love when you have addressed and parented yourself by which time you are owning your experience it would feel lovely to hear from you are you how are you doing instead of demanding nobody is going to want to be with you in a healthy way if you are a demander people need to choose people need to practice freedom people want to be able to say i am doing this because i want to not i am doing this because i'm expected to no it's not fun when you are doing something that you are expected to do as if you are at work even at work even when you are expected to do something you feel inspired to do it by the way it is communicated to you so please pause reflect 
and find out if you really need to send that long text message or that text message instead of sending the text of waiting for a day maybe for them to respond let them ignore you you will not you will be fine get used to rejection get used to silence get used to stillness get used to their delays and if they realize that you are not attached to an outcome they will step up if they are the right person for you and remember the key word here if they are the right person for you you do not teach people adults manners you don't teach adults how to love and who to love you don't teach adults how to communicate it's not your job especially if it's someone you're trying to help a relationship with they know that they chose to be in a relationship and they know what to do so let them go and let them choose i hope that was helpful and i hope i'll see you soon quality life before relationships Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So today is Wednesday, the 30th of March, 2021. I wanted to share um, some tips on what happens or what you need to do if you have a man and he's not paying for dates. Uh, maybe you're a high-earning person, a woman, and he is not... Um, making an effort to pay for anything and he's got the money and he just is not making an effort so um here's what you can do in this situation um the first thing you need to do is you need to realize that if you've got a great job maybe um doing very well in your career you need to ask yourself why you can't do very well in your relationship also what i'm trying to say is this Sometimes we tend to separate um, our um, talents at work from our talents in relationship. We don't realize that relationship requires skills. So if you are good at what you do at work, it's likely that you are an intelligent person who can actually apply strategies in a relationship. So apply the same strategies to manage yourself in a relationship. I'm not saying manage the relationship itself, but yourself. Because as long as you have managed to manage yourself, the relationship will take care of itself. And what then happens is if he plans trips, um, you know, like where there's an expectation to pay, um, don't pay. You can leave your purse at home. It, it sounds like a game, but you, you got to communicate with people in a way that they understand. Um and if you meet and he wants you to pay for something, you could say, I'm sorry, I had not budgeted for this. That's it. And if he wants you to pay and maybe you have also left your purse, you can tell him, I don't have a purse. And that might be the easiest thing to do. I, I don't have a purse. I don't have my, my, my cards because I didn't plan this. So you know, I hadn't thought to, to carry my, my cards. And it would be lovely if you, uh, you know, if in future you let me know whether I want to pay for something so that I can prepare money for it. The other thing that can also happen is that when you pay for things, someone can actually get comfortable. It's This is common also with 
women who are high pay, highly paid and successful they might decide that oh they have got my money so i'm going to pay and they keep paying and some people take advantage of that and then at some point you feel resentful because you start noticing the gap so stop paying and do nothing don't offer to pay because if you are paying there is no incentive for him to step up and 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 um, and pay for the dates if he's not paying initially rather than put pressure on him to pay or anything like that you can start if pay dates in the park or somewhere cheap that he can afford uh, or when there won't be any quarrels about money and what also needs to happen is is this the relationship that you want is this the person that you want to be with where there's going to be problems around getting money out of their pocket. I'm not saying you should be after a man with money. You also have your own money and you know, at some point you need to use it. But men inherently are providers. And it doesn't matter what the modern world is saying about this. This is why men propose. This is why men penetrate women. It is what it is, but it's about creating a balance um you know and also having a channels open channels of communication where you know what's going on rather than someone just taking advantage they could say we want to go somewhere and sometimes with some trips you can pay half each that's perfectly okay but not for someone to take advantage of you so um Right now, if that is your situation, rather than argue about money or quarrel, if you want to stay with this person, just put your purse away and leave it at home. And also, if he offers dates, you can say, um, since maybe we, we had a challenge last time about payment, is it okay if we go to the park um, or somewhere where we can, you know, where it's affordable? Just something like that. What do you think? And that can probably open up channels for communication. And if he starts noticing that you are not paying for dates um, because he has been getting away with not paying, then he will step up and he will start paying if he wants to be with you. Because if a man wants to be with you, he also invests in you financially. Um and this is not to say that your money also cannot be used, but, you know, it can be used. If you are planning some trips and, 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 um, and, and you decide that maybe you need to pay half each, and some men will still pay for the whole trip. But there's nothing wrong with um, something planned and communicated and you are all both on the same page and you both know that you are going to both end up paying. That is what is important. Otherwise, if there's no such communication, someone might be trying to take advantage of you. And also, being a successful woman with money, don't flaunt your money. Your money will not buy a relationship. It will not buy his love. It will not keep him there. That is your success. That is amazing. That is lovely. We want you to be successful. And I think he will also be proud of you. But don't flaunt your money. Because sometimes also, if things get serious and you are living together, most of the time people who have man money start to treat the other person in a negative way. Sometimes especially women can start to use their masculine uh, money-making energy in the relationship and this other person can feel small. There's nothing wrong with your masculine energy as long as you're not flaunting it or using it 
to make someone feel inferior because it's the balance that is key. So it is important that you know where you start and stop and where you negotiate and where he starts and stops. And in terms of paying for things, let him pay, let him ask for suggestions and let him ask for your, uh, for your, um, for your contribution so that you know where you stand in terms of dates, money and trips. I hope that was helpful and I hope you continue to cultivate a quality life before relationships. Thank you.